Welcome back, America, to the Yucky Podcast with JM and JB. And for those of you who are new here, this podcast is all about the entrepreneur mindset and the lifestyle where you can find balance between work and life. Within this show, we're going to showcase um, not just people within our network, but also local Arizona businesses and the minds that built them. JB, welcome to the show. What is going on, fellers? Fellers. Fellers. We've got multiple people here today. We've got a guest. A guest. A guest. The guest. guest, uh, Which we'll get into in just a second. It's been a couple weeks since we've done one of these. It's been way too long. And unfortunately, I can't just blame you like I normally do. This has been uh, my fault as well. I'll take the blame. I've been busy. We We have been busy. Yeah, we've opened a couple shops that have taken the life out of us. Yeah, motivation, will to Sleep, live. Sleep, money. <laughs> Anyways. Hello, we, we're back. We've got a doctor here. Doctor. Doctor Dan. Oh, God. I've been waiting to say that. I've been Dr. waiting to say that. Dr. Dan Dr. is on the oh, show yeah. with us. You can Good say old that again. Double D. What is double, up, Double, double D. D. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. God, it's been a while. It's been. We were just talking about yeah. this, but it's been what five, six years since we've last oh, seen too, or even talked. You've got a too ton long. of stuff going on. I think I had long hair too. I remember oh, the I last time that. I saw you guys. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And how's that going for you? Well, not too good. Yeah. You know, this. Uh, this uh, <laughs> it doesn't have long hair, so <laughs> I don't. Have long, thanks for bringing that. Yeah. Up, right. Road. Wow, well, there's a reason why I'm wearing a hat. Just. Yeah. Just uh, to there's throw a that out. Why there. I have a hat Do, too. Yeah. You want, me to take, you want me to take my hat off? Guys? No, shut up. You I'm just checking. Your, your great jeans. Just checking. No, uh, these jeans are from Costco. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, genetic jeans. Genetic jeans. Dr. Dan. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's been <laughs> forever. To the show. How, yeah. how do we know Dan? Dan's high school. High school. High school. High when he when he looked like he was uh, on the set of Spartan three hundred, yeah, every time when, he walked in, yeah, Dan was my idol in high school. He was the <laughs> guy was, I want. Look at his no, body, still, still is. is, yeah, still 100%. Is. Oh man, I just feel skinny now. Now I'm like, how can I pack on a little? It's bit better more? than feeling fat. Like you that, hang out so. with us, okay? Yeah. You hang out <laughs> with us if you want to <laughs> put on some weight. <laughs> I mean, I brought donuts for it. Oh, like, so did you excited. eat any? Because no, the tape is still perfect. Like, See, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy who shows up to a meeting. No, that's and why like you're skinny. Donuts gone. That's 100 percent us. Yeah, <laughs> when I buy donuts for the shop, <laughs> like, hey guys, oh, don't worry, I already had mine. There's yeah. two or three. You got to take your pick. You have to have a driving donut. You have to have a walking donut. And then when you hand it out, it's just like, all right, team building. I also have to have a donut. Yeah. So yeah, three donuts right off the rip. See? But no, Dan, Dan's who we looked after. Or <laughs> looked wanted, after, yeah. Yeah. Want, no, yeah. wanted to be through high school. Mm-hmm. You know, he. It's funny because. 12 I pack abs. It's always like the reverse, right? You want what you don't have. And I felt like I was such a loner in high school. But I was like, I want to be the cool, popular kids like the Jakes. No. So I'll just work on don't my abs. Don't fluff all day. us because you're sitting uh, over no, no, freaking I'm serious. right now. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Dan oh, had the 12 pack abs. Mm-hmm. He was smart. He, he could sing. You could play piano. Yeah. I lost a lot of those except the, I mean, the 12 packs now, just maybe a four pack. All the other talents out the window. Uh Uh-huh. Don't you go back to lying to us again, Dan. (laughs) I'm going to need you to straighten up, okay? Lock it down. I'm still jealous of Dan. Yep. Again, that's why I was so excited to get you on here. And it was hilarious because literally yesterday on my Facebook memories, a picture of Dan and I popped up (laughs) a day before the podcast. I'm like, yeah, this this is is a calling. Meant to be. And it was, what was that, junior year? No, that was senior year. Was it senior year? That was senior prom? Because the the girl I took to my prom and her prom dumped me after that. Oh. Like literally was like, 
Way to bring you know, that up, Dan- Jake Mara. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Just you a want funny a story. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know, I'll use you for two proms, but you're just too immature. And I'd, I'd no. rather spend time with my friends. I'm like, well, if if my funniness is what you call immature, then whatever. It's not <sighs> What a loser. Whatever. I she lost her. out. I hate her. Yep. <laughs> she, she, she lost, lost out. She's damn right she, she did. Look at what you I have. Damn now. right she did. <laughs> look at what I have. Oh, my God. Is it crazy oh, to think man. how long ago that was? Yeah. Dan said his age earlier. And I'm like, wow, it must suck to be that old. And I'm like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, we, oh, we're shit. also oh, that my God, old. That's my age. <laughs> that is my age. Oh, What's awesome is you guys Lord. haven't changed and I love it. Like oh, is that a, energy, I don't know if that, that's an insult. That's a backhanded <laughs> compliment <laughs> if I've ever heard. You guys are still children. You're still <laughs> immature. I think you're a little just, fatter. <laughs> A but little. people like lose themselves. They're like, oh, "We've lost our serious." Well, not that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it's really funny that you said that because it really depends on who comes around us. Okay, like that's somebody true. who knew us back in the day, and yeah. I feel like you. I I don't think I've seen you in more than five years because obviously you we just found invited. out that you guys hung out without me, which is well, we went great. I, would, I remember things, before but. before we did those. Uh, what the sand dune stuff or whatever. I don't even know. The razor riding? Razor, razor riding. riding. Yeah. There you go. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> whatever. I'm a nerd. Um, like I've never seen you guys at the gym, like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. You were like, Oh, let's meet at the gym. And of course, like busy schedules, like, yeah. you know, but it's good to see you guys. I'm happy to be doing this with you. Dude, it's, I'm so excited. And again, like I was saying, like seeing you, it kind of takes us back to, you know, that time who we used to be. Yeah, so like, depending yeah. on if we brought in somebody who we didn't really know, they wouldn't get this side of Jake squared. Right. It's That's because true. of who you are. Yeah. It brings us back to the good times that we I'm, used to have. Yeah. And that mentality. I know of like, you guys is Jake squared. Like exactly. it's funny walking into your guys' business and being like, Oh shit, which Jake do I say I'm here to meet? I'm just, I'm here to meet Jake's. I heard him yeah. walk into the front yeah. office. He's like, I'm here to see Jake. Brown or Jake Morrow and Lonnie's like, well, I have one of them here. <laughs> and then I'm like, I smell the donuts. I'll take them. Okay, I'll take this one. Yep. So, so, but that that's man. kind of why, like, I think we act, we definitely act differently than we would outside of this. Yeah. And it's because of, you know, our past with you, which is really good. It, yeah. It's good times. It's good memories. Yeah. Life was so much easier back then. Life was yeah. good. So Life much was, easier. It was the, then. hey, Dan, we need a six pack before summer. Yeah. And then he was like, don't worry. I work at the country club. Come on oh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, wait, yeah. what? That's and then he's like, come on down. I'll give you an ab workout. Yeah. And then we go yeah. down to the country club. There's a bunch of old that. people working oh out in there. Oh, my God, yeah. And then he's like, all right, we're going to do 900 sets of this and 37. I'm like, dude, what about like three and yeah. some three steroids? Like, yeah. help me. I, and I thought that was like the workout. And he goes, okay, that was the warm-up. No, no, no. no oh, that was our man. workout done. Yeah. 100% and then done. that was the last one we've done. I think we saw him at a CrossFit gym one time. Yes, too. you were yeah. up off a of rose oh, yeah. garden something off of yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, but that was years down the road. Yeah, we saw him off. It was. I forgot gym. about that one yep. actually. And the yellow Dang. truck. Yes, the yellow yeah. truck. Freaking beast, dude. That was a that was an awesome truck. Because yeah. he used to, he used to drive by your house all the time. He did. Your old house. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the only yeah. time if I was outside and we kind of made eye contact, then he would text me, like, "Hey man, miss you. Good to see you." <laughs> just drove by your house. Yeah, yeah. and just, then just we I want to hear from him about a year later, and then he'd be like driving by again, like, "Hey man, hey, miss you." I, just, I mean, I the phone does house, work both ways. Okay, it does. You could have texted. Yeah, him. Yeah, I'm I'm the old Dan now, where I'm just like suck at texting because <laughs> texting yeah. Dan back in the day, it was like, "Hey dude, what's up?" And then three and a half years later, he's like, "Not much, man. What's up with you?" <laughs> like you didn't. Skip I'm a still, beat. you know, I'm still that way. I'm realizing i have to get better 
I mm-hmm. like tune out of technology and it's so bad, but I need Lucky to get, you. Uh, it's not going to be, uh, now that's how I get business, right? I got to yeah, like yeah, stay on top of that can't shit. can't tune it out like, now. So I think yeah. our problem is, is we see the text and we reply in our heads. That's okay. That's my problem because then I'll check it and I'll be like, oh, I didn't hit send on that. Or, yeah. I, or I didn't type text. anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. like, oh, after, because if you're busy, you're in the middle of something, you glance at it. Oh, okay, I'll yeah. get back to him here in a little bit. And then it day goes by. Yeah. And in your mind, you thought about texting them, but you didn't actually physically yeah. text them. Or it's yeah. like unread, so you never see it. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I literally just did that to Maddie at Ski Pro. He texted right. me a couple of days ago and I've responded this morning like nothing had happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, you definitely, yeah, sure, no problem. Two days later, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I get a text with that. like the problem, like, hey, I need this done and I'll read it. But I won't acknowledge I've seen it, and then I'll just fix the problem. Yeah. And then three days later, like you never text me back. Is it done? I'm like, oh yeah, I fixed oh, that I like fixed five it. minutes after you sent me a text. Like we're <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, thanks for letting me know. I'm like, sorry, I was yeah. on to the next text. Like, yeah. we're sorry, good not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. But that's the uh, that's the life of the business owner, though, right? Like mm-hmm. that's always on the yeah. go. Oh yeah, and always putting out fires. Like it seems. Yep. You know. There's always something. Yeah, that we're has putting retention. out fire with fire at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a constant fire. It's just constant blaze. Yeah. Dumpster yeah. fires. Dump. It's a controlled burn. <laughs> it's not controlled. <laughs> Let's be honest. All right, fine. I tried. So, Dan, yeah. you have a lot of stuff going on. And yeah, I do. <laughs> I was like, which way do the questions go? Do they go toward you guys? Or either direction. Hey, either direction. We have no playlist here. It's just I like whatever this. you want to say or do. Yeah. We can talk about donuts for the next hour if you Dude. want. Well, <laughs> I mean, sprinkled, filled. I, you know, somehow I, know. Yes. I didn't find filled. He's got all the other ones. I got nervous. Donuts. I got nervous talking about donuts. Um, oh, all right. So yeah. you're a doctor now, which is... Yeah. Freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, it's weird. This, I mean, it's definitely good marketing, but I don't feel like a doctor. I'm like, I'm still a goofy ass high school kid. Like, <laughs> why would anyone listen to me? You know, because you're smart as shit mm-hmm. and you always have been. I'm yes. just, I just, I'm a nerd, man. That's it. I just, what's like wrong with re- being a nerd? I, no, I don't know. Nothing. nothing. Wrong. That's the there answer. We go. Nothing. All right. Nothing. nothing. So Dr. Dan and you're doing physical therapy, physical therapy. Yep. So the, the idea is to blend physical therapy and lifestyle performance or performance therapy, right? So it's basically just a way of saying, I don't want to help you just when you have a surgery. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a conversation that happens before and after that and just avoiding the surgery altogether. I think a lot of people get um, scared when they experience pain, right? And in my world, it's physical body pain. But I think in any other world, it's like when we come against something that's difficult, new, or uncomfortable, we either have two choices, right? Which is kind of to back down and say, ah, oh, this, this thing is beating me. Or I can find a way to overcome this and push through that pain. And so my in my world, it's all about how can we get someone to take the pain that they have as a teaching tool and learn to move through it or kind of around it, right? Not to, not to just sit in a ball and avoid the pain. So, uh, yeah, that's, so is there a lot of therapy places out there now that's doing preventative maintenance or is it, yeah, is it a good, good question? Not, not really anyone. Cause the way the traditional model works, um, is fixing someone after they're hurt. Right. So a lot of people come in off the street or they go to a doctor. Hey, what's going on with me? Why do I hurt? 
the doc says, oh, you've got this problem, this label, right? And so now you've got this label in your head as someone who has pain and you, you might go to a physical therapist, you go do cortisone shots or whatever. And then that's how most people get into the field of physical therapy, getting healed. Um, my dream, my model, what we're trying to do, my wife and I, is get ahead of that system, right? Get in front of people when they start having back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain, or showing people there can be simple things you do throughout your day that can undo the stresses that happen to our body, right? Because more often than we're not getting out of this, this life without experiencing some kind of discomfort. But if I can give you some tools in your toolbox to say, hey, I know how to fix this thing or minimize that discomfort, heck yeah, that's where I want to help. Which is amazing because, again, you know me pretty well. I've had four mm-hmm. knee surgeries. I've yeah. separated each shoulder multiple times, tore every ligament in each ankle. Yeah. I actually have to go to the doctor this Friday because I tore something in my shoulder. Dude. And it's been like this for about three months. And, and I've we're been, talking now about And this. we're talking just now. It, it uh, took a podcast. To, it took uh, a podcast. But <laughs> literally, I've, I haven't been able. I stopped going to the gym. I was going to the gym five, six days a week. Um, was doing good. Lost okay. weight. And then. As I was doing some cable flies, something yeah. popped in my shoulder and I felt it tear. And I'm like, shit. Okay. So I okay. started, you know, I kept working out for two or two months after that. Yeah. Um, and I would get through a couple sets, blood would be flowing. I'm like, oh, we're good now. It's healed. Yeah. And then I'd get home and couldn't raise my shoulder. So ah. finally, three months later, I'm going to see the doctor <laughs> <laughs> because I thought okay. I could heal on my own. But again, a lot of people don't know about, you know, yeah. preventative maintenance. Totally. Uh, me included. I've never thought, <laughs> yeah. hey, I feel great. I'm going to go to a physical therapist. Yeah. You know, nobody thinks that. No one thinks that. And I think what the what part of the problem is, right, is is the kind of marketing that physical therapists have. Same thing with everyone knows if you have a back problem, you go to a Cairo. Mm-hmm. But PTs also look at backs too, right? So well, it's just strengthening. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a it's kind of a marketing thing from our our field as a whole is like we're not just here when people are broken. Like Jake, if you the there's been a big push from the profession as a whole to say go P, go to get PT first, mm-hmm. even if it's just an assessment, even if I'm not saying hey I want to do these exercises with you, but what I can do is look at your shoulder and give you a pretty good idea of what's going on because chances are an x-ray and an MRI are just going to show the damage that's been there for years, but not really what happened to you when you were doing a cable fly Mm -hmm. when things popped, right? Or what's a plan I should have now that I go back to the gym so that way when I do go home from my workout, I can raise my arm over my shoulder. Yeah. So that's what what PT really And again, I've for. never thought of it that way cuz the only time I've seen a therapist is, is when you hey, had I had a surgery, yeah. fix me. You yeah. know, that's the only time. It's it's never hey, I'm injured. No, it's I I if I'm injured, I go get surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it's not let's strengthen everything up around it and make the whole thing better again. It's, you know, put some new cadavers in me and <laughs> we'll get on with this. Yeah. So, yeah. well, Dan, I need to set an appointment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I see why you wanted to go on, on the show. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. I get it. So, so I'm like, gonna just sit here, pretend like I'm not yeah. around. So, what um, information so, do you need? Uh, Full name, <laughs> address, social. What do you yeah, need? Your uh, credit card. Your, yeah, yeah, first child's. Um, you know, get you have your to name your first child name. after Dan. So, yep. Done. Yep. Oh, I was already planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, how do you? So, how do you get people to come in then, feeling yeah. great? Hey, I feel better than I have my entire life. 
I'm in shape. Yeah. I'm working out. Why do I need to see you? I'm, I'm feeling great. So here's the, okay, the, the crazy part of our industry, right, is making people believe that they need us. Um, everyone with a body really doesn't need a PT. They really need to just be experienced like a, um, you know, the best medicine is not having medicine, right? And so I can give you some, I'm just a guide. I'm just the Yoda on your journey to say like, hey, here's a couple things you can do and you can try, but you're not tied down to, to me the rest of your life, right? I just want to give you, you know, a hammer, a wrench, a couple screwdrivers, maybe some nails, but you should be able to kind of put this table together, right? You don't need me sitting there to show you where to put the nail, where to screw, how many times you got to tighten it. And that's what a lot of people they don't have that confidence in themselves because we don't move a whole lot. So how can, how can someone feel confident in this pain that I have? Well, because I've done this workout X, Y, Z, you know, I've got the shoulder pain thing. It's like, well, you come to me and I say, well, maybe we need to move your arm this way or that way. Give it a couple stretches and you're good. And sometimes it's really that simple. It's, it's like, uh, I want to give people the, um, all the tools that way they don't have to, keep coming back and seeing me. So it's a really bad business model, right? Because a lot of Kairos and a lot of PT is kind of the, hey, you got to see me for, you know, the next six months for a checkup, this and that. You know, of course that stuff can. Yes, yes and no, but I would much rather if somebody with an injury comes in or has had an injury in the past, yeah, they would know full well, hey, I would rather do preventative maintenance and make yes. sure this doesn't happen instead yeah. Of going through the countless, you know, doctor bills, x-rays. Yeah. Again, uh, the, for my shoulder, the doctor's like, all right, well, we need to get x-rays. I'm like, there's no broken bones. I don't need an x-ray. Yeah. Well, we have to do that to get an MRI. I'm like, yeah. I can tell you now, yeah. x-ray is not going to show you anything. And that's, and what you're describing is the broken healthcare system mm -hmm. because insurance requires you to get an x-ray yep. before them instead of, let's just get straight to the point, doc. Like, uh, give me an MRI so I can see what's going on in there. And then maybe my PT has a better idea of how to rehab this without surgery. Chances are, if you have a really good PT, which, you know, you are, I, Dr. I am. Dan, if yeah. you need Dr. one, Dan. Dr. Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's hard with the whole, you, you can't speak in broad terms with the industry as you can with like your field, right? There's all sorts of variety with auto shops, but the same way with PT, it's like, you know, I should be able to treat you without seeing an MRI. I should be able to look at your movement assess your movement, your strength, some of that range of motion stuff and say, Hey, this stuff is lacking. This stuff is really good. This is where we need to build to progress. Right. And mm -hmm. it's always a, to me, it's always a build up conversation. I never want to approach a patient and say, Hey, here's all the shit that's wrong with you. And I use scare tactics, scare tactics to get yeah. them into the business. It's like looking that's on the, WebMD. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you it's see like, that. You yeah, spiral. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm spiraling. I have a cramp in my side because well, I just I'm got dying. done walking. Well, you have cancer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You have a week to live. Yep. Figure it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We've all been there. That's not a laughing moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's serious. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I do in a nutshell. I just try to give people confidence um, back and I give them confidence through movement. And that's kind of been my whole message probably ever since I was in high school is like being a, you know, being a, a tall lanky kid growing up, like unaware of my body. It's like, dude, I found like even just the mental, uh, like piece of going to the gym and working out back in the day. Like I always say, man, middle school, high school working out, like saved my life just cause all the other 
you're going through a lot of shit in that time and whatever things baggage you have at home. For me, it was the gym. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't sports. Like it was, it was lifting weights. And that was something that I mentally just had that shift. And I was like, I got to help other people do this somehow in my life, you know, and somehow I'm, I'm here as a, yeah. As and a, that was, that yeah. was my next question is how you fell in love with it. Because again, when I was going through high school and college, I also wanted to be a physical therapist. Okay. That was something I wanted to be until I saw that you had to go to school for another seven years. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I can't go to school for the next year. So I'm yeah. count me out. I'll try something else. Uh, but as because I was having so many injuries with football and track and everything, mm-hmm. I was injured every year. Had four nurse knee surgeries before I turned 21. It was just like, well, crap. I've Man. been through all this physical therapy stuff. Yeah. I think I can do this. Yeah. So is that how you found the love? It's just like, hey, you know, I want to build. Pre- it sounds like it's a lot of yeah. preventative maintenance. Like, I know I'm going to work my ass off in the gym. Yeah. And so I can continue to work my ass off. I have to make sure my body's in top tier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're kind of saying, like, how, how did I get to feel yeah fall in love with physical therapy to say hey i want to go to school for another seven years yeah i want to do x y and z i want to open my own practice how'd you fall in love with it it was uh so it's kind of a backward story i guess um i didn't love pt at first i kind of thought it was like the the easier path because i really thought that being a doctor doctor like an orthopedic surgeon someone who cuts on people that was the way right and I was like, I, I love exercise, and I think the body is really cool. If I can blend exercise and whatever, surgery or some injection, something, then I'll, that's going to be my path. And, you know, I shadowed a lot of doctors in town and did some stuff in hospitals. And I was like, man, I, the way medicine is practiced is not for me. I can't write someone a, a prescription or just do surgery and send them away. I like the relationship building with people. And I like the interactions of seeing someone on day one when they're like, they're, they're judging themselves. They have these expectations. I'm never going to get back to this. And then you build them up along the way to get to that top tier part. So that was, to me, it was kind of a roundabout way of being a personal trainer, um, working in a PT clinic in college, and then finally, you know, had some, had some mentors from afar that I would look up to and be like, man, if that guy did it and he's saying this message, then I want to be someone like that, you know, and for, and for me, there's, you know, two other PTs come to mind that their message was something that I really resonated with. And I just was like, well, I guess I'm going to school. If this is the path, I'm going to, I'm going to take this path. And, uh, it's funny. I think I joke with my wife cause we met in PT school and the thing that I say about organized, like organized education is, um, at least with the physical therapy programs, I went to PT so I could dry needle, which is just another skill after, but you need your, your license to do it. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the science and the education in, in formal PT school is just, it's overdone. Hey, we just need to get people exercising and moving. Right. And it's just more of the science behind that. But I don't I don't think it needs to be another three, four years of of that. Like just distill the message down to let's get people moving in ways that are new and different in ways that don't hurt. And like that's honestly, that's what I do. It's kind of crazy. But it's good because you you just sitting talking to you and obviously Jake's been asking all the questions. So I just get to sit back and and listen. But seeing your your facial expressions, seeing how much you actually like 
take pride in what you're doing oh, and just taking like the, the dedication, the, the knowledge, how you yeah. like to soak up every single moment. Like that's key. And that, that'll be the one thing that truly, no matter what you do with, with this career path for you will make yeah. you successful. It doesn't matter how big, how small every single day you'll be able to walk in yeah. with that freaking smile that you've always had. Dan. <laughs> like that, that's good because then yeah. it shows us, uh, at least for me, I won't speak for Jake Brown, but like yeah. no matter how you start this thing on your own. Yeah you were going to do something great with it. It, Thanks, it might man. start small. Um, and yeah. I guess that kind of leads into a, a next question is, yeah. uh, cause you were doing kind of a, a corporate side of PT. Yep. Correct. Yep. Uh, and now you're transitioning to something on your own or with yeah. your wife. Taking a huge leap. It's, so what was kind of the, the first steps into getting you to think of, you know oh, what, man. I want to start on my own. Like was there something yeah. at work or just, just kind of oh, how man. that came into play? I, okay. So going through the formal PT process, you and being a being in that system before as Jake was, you kind of see how broken it is, right? You see that there's four patients an hour to one provider. Mm -hmm. And in the therapy field, like we're really, you're getting in deep with emotions and with pain with people. So I saw that that model was already broken going into school. And then in school, I think I kind of lost a little confidence in myself to see like, oh, I can break out of this model and do something different. Um, and so I, you know, I kind of settled for, you know, four years. During that time, I always had a side hustle. So I was always a side hustle guy. I've never had just one job. I've always had like two or three things going. So I think from starting in the corporate world, I always was driving across town, either doing private treatments or working out of other gyms just to, I had to get my feet in that world, I had to keep myself in tune with that. And it finally reached this point where I had to, jump off for the mental sanity and just because I, I realized I was just spinning my wheels. I wasn't going anywhere that I wanted to and working in that corporate world was not fulfilling and it wasn't the model that I believed in. I think that was the big part. It was like, how can I say that um, this is what I believe in when I'm, I'm truly not feeling it? Like I can't treat you the way I want to treat you. I can't treat you like a human and I can't move past the the brokenness. I want to really build people up beyond that stuff. So that's where, I mean, just this year, January, last month, I took that leap. And uh, yeah, so I started renting space for myself. Um, Which is huge. It's, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a big step. Um, and it was kind of more of a comfortable step. And Instead of just jumping off the deep end? Instead of just jump, yeah. Good. And uh, I, I'm, you know, it's really crazy that all this has happened so fast. But again, I've said, you know, Haley, my wife is also PT right now. She's independent. She is looking to branch off. And this is kind of the first time, like I'm openly saying any of this stuff. Cause we're trying to, it's trying to keep it on the DL. Cause we don't want her to lose anything, but we're mm. going to open a space up about three or four months. You know, we signed the lease last week we were saying, and, it's it's a big step. I look at those numbers and I can't help but feel doubt and fear. It could um, be very overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, again, especially for something you haven't done. When we were talking before we started recording, you said something that, that really kind of stuck with me. And you said, you know, you sat in the corporate world for four years mm -hmm. and you decided that, you know what, you need to make that jump now because you could see yourself doing it if you wait. You yeah. could be waiting another two years and then waiting another two years. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that'll help you be successful is you understood that if you don't try something, mm -hmm. you're going to be stuck in the exact same place that you are right now. And two years are gone. 
I mean, yeah. we were joking about how our yeah. age earlier, and oh my God. You, you think about it. I mean, yeah. what if we had started this five years ago, six yeah. years ago? Where would we be now? Yeah. If you don't do it now, yeah. you're only going to regret where it could have been. I think about myself, rewind five years. I graduated PT school in 2017, and I'm like, why the fuck did it take me this long to do what I should have done then? And I can't, like in school, I was like, there's no way I'm going to work in corporate. Is because if I do, I'm going to get stuck in it. And I told myself that. And what's crazy is like, I didn't, I waited to get a job after I graduated and passed boards for like three months. I drove, like, I didn't know a path of entrepreneurship because I was like, I don't just don't want to work in fucking the medicine world that's there. Yeah. So I didn't get a job until I was like, dude, I was so mentally depressed. I didn't know how to use my skill set. And it was one of those things where I just had to work, right? Like, a like, you know, uh, what's that saying where like if your hands and your mind are like not doing anything, idle hands, idle hands yeah. make whatever that that saying is. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that. I was like, I'm, I'm degrading quick. So I, I got a job and, but it helped, you know, just get my feet stable. And now it's like, okay, I got it. I know what my mission is and what I have to do. It's just doing it. Which, which is huge. And I think, cause I, this has kind of popped up. I have three nephews, right? So okay. the younger generation is so based off of technology and social media to where when we were growing up, it was, you need a nine to five, you need to buy your home or you need to get married. You need to buy a home. You need to have kids. We were all and very you need to support your family, yeah. right? Like you yeah. had to have a nine to five job until the day that you freaking die. Yeah. Right. Or you go to retire, you collect on your 401k or you collect on whatever. That is what at least was drilled into us. Yeah. So for us, being an entrepreneur, trying something new, stepping out into your own has only been told that that is a bad thing. Yeah. You guys, that's too dangerous. Well, you you can't sacrifice your family for that. How are you going to pay your bills? Mm -hmm. How are you going to support everything? How are you going to manage? How are you going to live? It wasn't a thing for, for them back then. And that yeah. shit is Well, didn't it feed ridiculous. the educational system? Yeah. Because entrepreneurs, yes. you yes. know, a lot of them just aren't made out for school. Yeah. A lot of them 100%. aren't made out for college because- yeah it doesn't pertain to what they're going to do on a day-to-day -day no. basis. Yeah. Um, and I'm no, I, we were talking about your feelings on education and I, he's got now, a lot of them. Now it's <laughs> not a lot of feelings, but on yeah. education, if I could start another business right now, it would probably be a school or a church. Okay. I threw that out there. Okay. Just, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, I just, it's so, the there education we go. There we go. model is so broken though. It like is. it really, it's, it's made to create, you know, factory workers and people that just don't want to think and just regurgitate and not work as a team, which isn't, mm -hmm. which right? isn't a bad thing at all. You know, no, a lot yeah. of people succeed off of going to school and doing all that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it's definitely not for everyone, you know? Yeah. And it should be frowned upon. You, you shouldn't think no. of it as a scary thing. No, I mean, but yeah. there is, you know, universities and community colleges that are good for some people are yeah. bad for others. There's trade schools that are great for yeah. some people yeah. and not made for others. And there's, you know, just the entrepreneurship uh, pathways where, you know, you just figure it out on your own. You yeah. have to dive in deep and you figure it out as you go. You fail along the way and yeah. you succeed off of that. So, you know, school's not for everyone, but, you know, for some people it is because, the entrepreneur lifestyle definitely isn't for everyone. It's a it's a tough path to go down, but it can be very rewarding as well. Yeah, and I think that was another. I think you kind of asked me like, what was it that made me take the jump? And it was it's ultimately like I I can't turn this shit off. Like I'm always thinking about how I can get better. Every patient I think about when I go home, right? It's never I can I can't really unplug from this. I'm always thinking about it, and I was like, if I'm taking all this paperwork and all these notes and all these other things home with me and I'm constant I like 
I don't watch sports because it's not interesting to me. Like my profession's interesting and it's a craft to me, but why aren't, why aren't I doing something bigger with it? If that's how I feel. Right. And that's how I knew, like, I've always, I guess I've always had that entrepreneurship bug. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to be this, this next couple years. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, like it wasn't ever presented as like, this is an option, but I want to build my own name and my own business and all that, you know, I, whether the money comes or the money doesn't come, I'd rather bust my ass for something I believe in instead of like being, you know, tuning out at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, hell yeah. That's yeah. inspirational shit right there, Dan. <laughs> well, and that, <laughs> that's what's going to make you extremely successful mm-hmm. in this Absolutely. because you're not doing it just to, obviously you are doing it for money. You yeah. want to be in it. Yeah. If you got to pay doing bills it for money, yeah. but 100%. you love the craft so much that you're yeah. in it for the customer to, for oh each one gosh, of your clients man. to make them yes. better, to make their lives easier. Yeah. Um, and for, you know, longevity and everyone, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy. I think we haven't really talked about the model that we're using also because we don't fucking know yet. Like we're still, <laughs> and you won't for another place. five years. Yeah. yeah. It'll, change. it'll change. hundred percent. It'll change. But, yep. but the way we want to do it right is more one-on-one attention, right? You can't like, you can't tell me that, you know, having, an interaction one-on-one with somebody is better than having a one-on-four. And it's, it's just a different, what, what we're going to do is not very profitable. A lot of people see it and they're like, Oh, you must be making lots of money. It's like, no, we actually are going to take huge pay cuts to treat this way. But what it does is it puts the person first. And we, that's, that's like our number one thing is it's not about Haley and I or any other. We're also doing it for the next generation of PTs. Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've decided like I want this place that we're building to be where people come do clinicals or they come to work or they build their own business inside of our business and they can go if they want to, but I want to be that house and that umbrella where people can come, they can learn, they can grow. And, and that's, I think that's what, you know, business in America is about, right? Oh, it's like yeah. giving people that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So well, what's great about awareness. Yeah. What's yeah. great about your model is especially with the preventative maintenance of the body, you're not sitting there answering to the insurance companies 24 yes. seven yep. insurance companies has their standards. Hey, we're going to give them six sessions an hour a piece and then we're done. Yep. Not only does that stress out the client because they're like six sessions, how am I going <laughs> to oh fix God. this in six yeah, sessions? Totally. Um, but it's also that, you know, you run your own tasks. It's, hey, you know, I'll help you out on this, but, you know, this is what's going to make you better. Mm-hmm. And so you're actually doing it for the client to, you yeah. know, make them better. And you're not answering to the insurance companies the whole time, which is great. Yeah. So yeah. I think you're doing something huge. And I'm super excited for you. Thanks, man. And Haley. Thank I mean, you. this is yeah. this is great. Yeah. But diving into that, how's it going to be working with your wife? <laughs> I have to ask so, because my number yeah. one rule is don't hire family or friends. So, so. I, you know, well... I mean, you got Jake next he's to not you. A friend. So he's or family. A, he's so. Or family. Yeah. Just some random we guy. We family. <laughs> <laughs> Shut he's up, Vin Diesel. <laughs> so, uh, and he um, didn't hire me. Actually, no, I guess he, he kind of did. Well, back in the day. He just started working and he just kept <laughs> he showing up. He just showed up. up one day. Yeah. Eventually, he started getting a paycheck somehow. No, and, and again, yeah. it, it does it does work for people, but that's what yeah. I'm curious about because, you know, how is it yeah. going to be working Dude, with Haley? That's an interesting question. We've we've had some we've had some different conversations about it. I mean, we haven't we haven't treated in the same room for twelve hours at all, mm-hmm. but we went 
through almost three years of PT school together, studied for boards. Like I know this woman and we can, we can work well together. We have this yin and yang. And the longer I've been with her, I thought we were the same person starting off. And I was like, this business thing is not going to work because we are the same. And the longer I've known this girl, dude, it's like, she, she's kind of this opposite balance. I don't know if it's because we've evolved in our relationship or it's just that we are two separate people, but I can see us taking on two different roles in the business at the same time are both ground profession is movement. Like I'm a therapist, she's a therapist, right? So there's things that I see sometimes a little different than she does, but we're able to talk about it and communicate about it. And I just, I'm very opinionated when it comes to the field because I, I love it. It's my craft, right? And so I've had to like hold my tongue on some things and be like, why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing it? And, <laughs> but it's a good thing. Like I grow from it. She grows. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how husband and wife make this, make this work. Cause, uh, well, yeah. I mean, you're married, Jake Brown's married. I'm not married, but me and Jake Brown Woo. are basically like a married couple. Yeah. So a little advice from the married <laughs> yeah. couple here that <laughs> work, that work together. Yeah. Um, Boundaries. That's boundaries. all it is. Me and Jake are, are very much alike, as you know. And yeah. One of us is much more stubborn than the other. Jake Morrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's hard to to separate it sometimes, work is, and then being yeah. out of work. A lot yeah. of times we'll bring, like, if I piss off Jake Brown oh, or he pisses me off, like, we bring outside knowledge of each other in to piss each other off even more, mm. like push buttons. So you just have to set a boundary of saying, look, work is work. Our life is separate obviously those two are always going to inter- intermingle and yeah. and mix but at the end of the day like you know be the man wear the pants i put jake brown's place all the time so okay. yeah he definitely wears <laughs> the pants <laughs> i just don't take them off yeah. i pick them out but he wears them. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it is i, those were, those were I knew we were going somewhere with this today. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but, Thanks, but yeah, no, we've talked about it on our podcast before but you know as jake and i as the married couple here um that we know that our friendship is a lot more important than the business we do yeah. on a day to day. Yes. Yeah. So if it's something that's going to affect Definitely. our friendship, our relationship, then, you know, we've got to nip it in the butt right there and say, Hey, yeah, this is how it is. We're done. Yeah. Shake hands, quick hug. Yep. Wendy's baconator. And then we're, right. we call it good. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> Chicken <Yeah>. sandwich. Yep. <laughs> and, and again, we have tiffs weekly. Like there's, yeah, there's things that go on where it's just like, Hey, that's not how I would do it. Or, Hey, that's not mm-hmm. how, you would do it. Um, but there's always an end path. There's always multiple ways to have the, do the right thing. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah. and you guys, what's great about you and Haley is you guys might do things differently, mm. but you both have the same dream. It's both. That's true. Helping the, the client. Yep. Yeah. You both yeah. want to, you know, make sure everyone is healthy and strong and everything. So yeah, that's the biggest thing is you guys have the same dream. It's just, you guys might do it differently to get there. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I had to keep that in the forefront, right? Because it's hard sometimes. It, it gosh, really does. You, yeah. You'll lose focus of it because you get yeah. so honed into what you want your craft, right? Especially yeah. with like how into it you actually are. You'll you'll get tunnel vision mm-hmm. and you, you just need either you to be the rock or her or something that will pull you out of that tunnel vision to say, hey, look, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, our marriage is more important than what I might disagree or agree with you at work. Right. So at the end of the day, as long as you guys set boundaries with that, like you guys are going to be golden. Awesome. A hundred percent. Okay. Again, I mean, we're, we're not divorced yet. So you guys are making it. It's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I can't. Jesus. Yeah, no, Jesus ain't going to save you. Jesus, son. Lord, help me. Nope. You're stuck with me. So what, what else uh, you got for Dan? I actually did We're, come up with questions, even though I said oh, this was going to be your, I knew you your rodeo that's cowboy. I, that's why I threw a fit, but I left and I knew you had questions. <laughs> you couldn't help yourself. I can't. I like... There's Talking. things that, well, like I do like to hear my own voice, absolutely, which it's is why sound. you talk over me most sound. of the time. He does have a radio voice. He does. I don't have and a, a face. No. No, you have a radio face. Yeah. Oh, you have a, yeah, radio a fa- face. That's radio what face. Because yeah, yeah. the face we don't want to see. <laughs> well, again. I, I want to see I've, it. <laughs> like I said on the, the podcast before, when I ask you questions, it's like, yeah, yeah. I wanted to provide value for somebody else, but it's I'm selfish. I will, okay, I will admit yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. stuff that like I That's want totally. to know. It's something that'll actually benefit me. And then obviously, if, yeah. hopefully if it benefits me, it'll benefit at least one of the family members that listen to the podcast. I still have zero. Or Ski Pro. I got Ski Pro and Family. Oh, you got Ski Pro and Family? Yeah, not like a lot of Ski Pro, but like Maddie definitely blurs it at the warehouse. So well, you've got a few. We're good. Killing the game. We've Shout got all Maddie. 15 listeners going on right now. <laughs> and love, Freddie's listening love all too. 15. Oh, Freddie. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So one of the questions are, um, so for somebody who is constantly stuck in an office now, okay. right? Or somebody that is, you know, I used to move a ton with work and now I, yeah. I'm, I'm stuck behind a desk. I'm on my phone. I'm driving yeah. a lot. Um, what are some good... I put like what are three, but what are some good stretches or movements for somebody in an office uh, that I can incorporate into my routine to help perform or help improve performance and boost productivity? Damn, Jake Morrow. I can't believe you made that sentence. That was a really good. He's been using chat GPT a lot (laughs) lately. No, but I should have for this. I tried. It didn't work. (laughs) No. I keep forgetting that we looked at that the other day. I literally tried. I'm like, I typed in yesterday and I'll answer, but uh, I typed in yesterday. What to ask a physical therapist <laughs> on a podcast? <laughs> that would have been so much easier. Because I definitely <laughs> stared yeah. at my phone. So I, usually I come up with like five or six questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this morning, I'm, I was obviously Jake was talking about how I was texting him. It was literally like 30 minutes. And I only came up with three questions. I was like, yeah. how do I sound intelligent? Because Dan is a very smart guy. And I just can't be like, hey, bro, my <laughs> you, back I, hurts. How do you make dude, it better? Like, um, I just, yeah. I, I, or, you know, I wanted to yeah. sound like you sound I was great. It sounds awesome. Intellectual. You sound great. Yeah. I try to I try to bring the bro back into PT. I try not to be just a, <laughs> a doctor, you know, just some doctor just bro. Some guy. Yeah. I'm like I'm I want to be the guy who doesn't treat you in khakis. Like I'm coming here with like short shorts and like a I know. I expected hat. Dan to show up in like scrubs and Yeah, no. Do, not, do not physical there. therapists wear scrubs? I don't even <laughs> not a bro performance. Not yep. This not there. Welcome Catch to line. bro Catch performance. Yeah. You guys ready to do some abs? Boom. <laughs> Boom. You guys want you guys want some beer? <laughs> well, I'm count me in for a membership, son. If that's what it is, I'll I'm sure that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, so we're talking about if you're a if you're an office worker mm-hmm. and you're at a desk. All right, so let's. There's a couple things you want to want to think about here. Is there's joints that should move more than others, and some of those joints that we want to address are the hips, and especially if we're sitting down all day, or if we're in a if we're in a car driving to work sites and dropping stuff off, our hips are usually in a position where they're closer to our chest. Our knees are closer, right? But for walking and for life, we need our hips to be more open, meaning just your knee going behind your body. And one of the biggest things that we see is people, when they lack that range of motion, they start making up for it either with knee pain or with low back pain. And so if we can do some kind of hip flexor stretch or some kind of hip extension movement, which is just like squeezing your butt and doing like an air thrust, right? Like a bridge or something. Hmm. And that's something that's really important and it can help you in the bedroom 
and it can help you. I am business. signing up for this yeah, membership. This is a. I got a few more questions you for you, Dan. <laughs> it's crazy. Just, I just thought just of some stuff. How we're do you make this work here. in the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me if I'm sitting behind my desk and I squeeze my button, hip thrust it up, that's a good workout? It's a it's a great workout. It's like you're and clenching. You know, it's like, like you're holding you, in a if fart. You, if you walk in <laughs> yes. and just see me yeah. rocking in my chair, don't ask questions. I'm holding okay. in a fart. Oh. Don't. <laughs> oh. Pro performance at its <laughs> finest. Yes. All right, so hip flexors. No, that's good. Yeah, that's actually yeah. really good because I have a lot of lower back pain these days. It's and because it's you have I, a weak core. Well, I have the same issue. Do you just call yeah. me fat? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can still hide behind you, so. That's not saying much. Yeah. This just felt good. Felt right. <laughs> Continue, Dan. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about opening up our hips. The next thing we want to do is uh, look above and below an area where you have pain. So let's say if you got pain in your lower back, let's go up to the mid back, your rib cage. We got to start moving some of that stuff around. So the rib cage sets the foundation for your shoulder blades, right? But the rib cage is really important for arching and opening up our chest. So I'm kind of puffing my chest right now in the clinic. And the other thing it's really made for is for twisting and rotating. If the rib cage can twist and rotate and arch, the lower back doesn't have to do extra work when you're moving around. So if we can get those two areas to start to move a little bit nicer and cleaner, we can clear up a lot of low back issues. And I feel like majority of population, myself included, we can go through phases where our low back will get strained or pulled or we have a slipped whatever, right? But a lot of times it's because of things above and below that affect the area in the middle. So I don't know that hopefully that yeah, helps no, somebody th- out there. Yeah, no, these are great. Again, yeah. I'm... I'm I know, I know. I know. It's, <laughs> it's it's hard to do it because we're like sitting in chairs. But, yeah. uh, it's, I'm just yeah. gonna walk in one yeah. day. And Jake's gonna be laying on the ground. Like, Leave me alone. Yeah. Dan said it's better Dan's for the jokes. bedroom. But again, you're right because I guarantee yeah. you, 75 percent, if not more, of the oh population gosh. in this world has lower back problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shoot, I was making yeah. breakfast burritos the other morning. They were delicious, by the way. <laughs> and uh, my back honestly felt like there was no strength, and it felt like I was just giving out. I was okay. just standing you're like there, leaning forward over the counter. Yeah. It's your abs. It just, you don't have ab muscles. I, I don't. I have you have burritos fat. instead. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have burritos. <laughs> I I enjoy food way too much to have abs. Um, but no, it's like everyone has lower back problems, especially as yeah. you get older, or athletes as you get older, or somebody active, yeah. because they don't do the same workouts they used to to strengthen the core to strengthen yeah. your back. And then they get to this point now. It's like I'm gonna make breakfast. Oh shit! I got oh, got to go sit down. That's that's <laughs> yeah. That's it. And that's where it's like, oh, I think I threw something out. Got to go see my doctor. And really, it's like yeah. I got to go see my doctor Dan PT. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's where you should go first because I can probably give you some stretches or just a couple of different drills. I could give you. Well, I probably have some hookups, but uh, all right, off mic we're talking about yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What allows me to get a six pack while eating burritos? Definitely steroids. Yeah. <laughs> what what, what are the ones? Trend? What Tr- trend? Yeah. Trend. What is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm not yeah. hip, but yeah. Write me a prescription. <laughs> live live <laughs> hard. Trend. Trend hard. Something like Boom. that. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay. Well, what's yeah. one for ankles? Because I know, especially when ankles. I sit at that freaking desk right there, my right ankle oh. tends to lock up quite often. So, is there something okay. while I'm sitting I can just like little movements I mean, or I'll, I'll be honest i love that you guys are wearing cowboy boots but sometimes man it's just i mean it locks you into that 90 degrees of ankle motion mm-hmm. so if you can kick off your smelly boots and jank will kill you in here but oh, start we, moving that we know foot the trick around, you know? we spray like, for breeze into it okay 
Okay. We're professionals. You, <laughs> you know, you know, but yeah, I would and say. And then just start rolling them or like what's I the. I mean, you could, you could take like a, a foam roller to the back of your calf. Or yeah. You could stretch out your foot by doing this. Cause sometimes that, that ankle joint just gets really stiff cause mm-hmm. it's in one position all day. The same thing with shoes. I think it's important to note, like with feet, it would just be the same as uh, if you put oven mitts on your hands and you were trying to text your friend on your, at your, your phone right you can't really do it with oven mitts on we have the same amount of nerves and the same amount of sensation down in our feet but you know eight to ten hours a day we're in shoes so it's kind of like saying we got oven mitts on our hands eight to ten hours a day and our hands would not work the same so that's why sometimes ankles will lock up they'll get really stiff and tight so oftentimes it's just getting people out of their shoes out of their footwear and walking around or doing some different I mean, you could do some squats barefoot and that might start to loosen up the ankle or do some calf raises, or do some do some walking over different gravel, or um, you know even grass. Out of Arizona doesn't have a whole lot of grass, but finding different textures to move your feet around. I know it's kind of a a weird answer, but I think that's kind of my role in all this. Is like just open people's minds up to be like, it's not like there's one magical exercise for ankle pain or back pain. It's like it's doing something different mm-hmm. that's gonna break you out of your current and it makes sense because jake and i literally wear boots seven days a week yeah 12 14 hours a day i was gonna say eight hours i'm like that's i got boots on way longer yeah i sleep in my boots pretty much Um, sometimes so (laughs) since we're talking about injuries so lately it takes me about 30 minutes to wake up because my body hurts so damn bad um i feel like i I have constant charlie horses in my calves where my calves are constantly cramped okay what the hell's Why? going on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Besides, so, yeah. besides possible free blood. consultation. Besides, besides possible blood clots in there. Yeah. I was gonna say um, probably um, some calf cancer. Yeah. Calf Boom. Cancer. Cut it off. Cut yeah. your calves Cut. out. I, yeah. I'm good with that because there's some sweet prosthetics out there right now. Oh, oh man. Well, okay. We can let's break it down because I from a um, you know my perspective. There's lots of things that happen. We can we can look at one what a cramp is, and then two look at where a cramp is happening in certain parts of the body. So if we've got a cramp, part of what's telling me is that muscle is working at too high of a capacity than what it should. The analogy I always give is like if you've got a Prius engine and you've got a Jeep engine and you're going to go off roading. Right. The answer is pretty simple. I want that Jeep because it's got a higher capacity for, you know, creating horsepower, creating torque versus that Prius is not going to do a whole lot of anything. Right. So if a muscle is working at its red line state, right, like that engine's overheating, it's probably what the calves are doing throughout the day, whether it's because, you know, you're walking around in boots, you got to, you know, pick up, lift things. Maybe you're sitting down in the office, but a cramp tells me something about the quality of the muscle itself. It's probably working too much for what it should. That's Jake, awesome. Jake's looking at me like, <laughs> you have a body of a suburban and a heart of a go-ped. <laughs> but uh, don't yeah. read my mind just because I look at you like that. I mean, you can get a, you can get a lot of people inside a suburban. It's you just can, not going can, anywhere. Yeah, just, hey, you we're, just, going we're gonna hang out in the parking lot today. <laughs> you <laughs> could you could get a lot of I'm gas. out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna Flintstone this thing right now. Oh, oh man. So yeah, that's the that's a big thing. Is like people will say like I got tightness in my my hamstrings or tightness in my calves, and then part of a part of PT is also realizing those are muscles on the backside of our body. And those are muscles we don't really ever use a whole lot. 
And when we do, it's probably getting overloaded, right? So when people have tightness in their lower back, their hamstrings or their calves, it tells me we probably need to spend some time working some muscles in the backside because those muscles help keep me upright against gravity. Gravity's trying to push me down to the ground every day, right? But when I fall, I fall forward. I don't fall backwards. So calves, hamstrings, lower back muscles are made to help keep me upright so I don't fall against gravity. So if your calves are getting tight or if your hamstrings are getting tight, they're probably overworking or they're weak, essentially, for keeping you upright. I know I'm kind of poking poking the bear over here, but... Um, I thought I'll, my calves were good. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got balloon muscles. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of fat guys have big calves. You yeah, got to carry yeah. around this Exa- top half. Well, that's being overworked. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Those calves, those calves are overworked. Suburban yeah. body with a Prius engine. <laughs> there we go. I think I need to make Prius some shirts tires, now. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to drop that Prius body <laughs> or that? Yeah. The suburban body. You ready, you ready, ready to, to upgrade that engine? <laughs> oh yep. boy. Yeah. But okay. But that's the thing, right? A lot of people go to the gym cause they're like, I got to make my body like a Mustang. Right. And what we do is we think about all these things that are like work the big muscles instead of building the capacity of the muscles. You got to like, look good to play good. Bro, well, curls, for yeah. curls for the girls. For, hey, I'm not, nothing wrong with the curls. We got to work like some other stuff too, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. I don't like your workouts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I can get that one vein popping out of my bicep, I'm good for the week. There. Call it done. Yeah. <laughs> Workout over. <laughs> Again, the bigger oh, your traps man. and bigger your arms get, the bigger your belly's allowed to get. That's the way I've looked there at it. Go. There so we go. You got the gorilla build. Every bodybuilder <laughs> ever said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a world strong man. Got the biggest gut That's ever. My brother used to say all the time. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, what man. other questions you got, Jakey Ma? Right, well, this one, I wasn't really sure what I was trying to say, so because it doesn't exactly make sense. But we'll read from, on it, and we'll dissect well, yeah. it. Um, okay, so what's some good advice for balancing um, work and life while maintaining uh, physical health? Pretty much what I said. That's a, that's a good question. I work a lot, and I'm fat. I think, I think people sometimes over-paraphrase it, yeah. but yeah. I think people overcomplicate stuff, um, okay. honestly. I think... Uh, one thing, I mean, you could you could go both ways on any of these topics, right? But part of it's consistencies. Maybe just finding like a couple days during your week where you can do some strength training. I think that's way more important than mobility training or or stretch training or yoga. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to start this yoga program. Like, really? Why? Why is that? Oh, I've heard it's good for my mobility and my back. I'd I'd be willing to bet you can make the same gains in a short amount of time by doing really structured strength training with good form. And not only that, you're going to protect your bones, your joints, and you're going to get some of those hormones that we start to lose as we age, especially as men, right? So if we can just put a couple basic lifts out there, like our squat or bench or deadlift, but make sure we have supportive movements to build up the backside, right? So let's say if I'm doing bench day, I got to make sure I'm doing some kind of pull parts for my upper body or make sure I'm working shoulder health to make sure I can keep my shoulder strong for benching. Same thing for knees and hips for low back for deadlifts and squats. So sometimes I think we, we overcomplicate the industry, but we really need to do is say like, Hey, if I want my body to do these big compound movements, what are some other movements that I should do before or after to help build that stuff up. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's a, it's a simple answer, nice. but it's complex in how we go about it. Right. And that might be 
Yeah. Which is huge. And I'm definitely going to come see you. I wish my goals were to do some like, you know, big uh, moving weight around, some big lifts, some yeah. some compound lifts. I just want to walk up the stairs without yeah. being winded, I think. And I just want to tie my shoe without that's being winded. There we go. <laughs> and there's, yeah, there's different ways to go about that. Why do you think Why we wear, wear boots? boots? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't have to tie my shoes yeah, anymore. We don't have to bend just over slide pass my, out. Slide yeah. my feet in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. God. I yeah. miss you guys. I miss, <laughs> I missed us. I might have to start wearing boots now. Yeah, we'll get you a pair. No more. And boots jeans. and boot. No, you got to go shorts. You know, boots I've, and shorts. I've never been a pants guy because my legs have always been so long that I can't find pants that go down on my ankles. Maybe that's the secret. I got to find a new style to have like joggers. So that's true. Oh man, it's joggers Maybe. and cowboy boots, fashion forward. I think fashion. Might. I might. We might have to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm in. That's how we'll okay. come see you and work out with you. There we go. I like that. I ain't working out with Dan. I'm going to. I'm inspired. You don't to have shit to work right out now. with me. I'll Woo. just I'll just bark orders at you. Boom. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. gonna make me feel better. I'd rather I'd rather work out. <laughs> My with confidence is already <laughs> as slow as it can get. <laughs> oh gosh. You're a beautiful right. man, Jake. You fill that shirt out. Thank wonderfully. you. Oh, oh wait, Jake Brown. Oh, he was talking about both of us filling the shirt out. Granted, we're at like two X and one X now. Yeah, oh, stop reminding me. All right, I got two questions left, and I okay. know fifty-seven minutes in. So wow, um, time flies. So here. this one actually, I don't know. I guess it's going to have to be a two-part question because okay. the question was, "How did you develop the name of your business?" Which I don't even oh, think we talked. We about haven't the name talked of his about it. Business. We so, haven't. Yeah. What is the name of your business? Okay. So, so the the one that I'm under right now is it's myodynamics or mdx and i thought you know three letters sounds cool so myo is movement or muscle right or myo is and dynamics is movement like having so i just thought okay muscle and movement together that sounds like a cool little combo um and then the one that my wife and i are starting together is going to be the platform performance i think everyone wants to start somewhere from a platform because it gives you a place to spring from mm-hmm. and platforms kind of also like a foundation Right. So we, for us, we're not going to be, you know, I'll give you some real basic solid drills that I think are foundational. There's like some things you kind of go back through life and be like, Hey, here's a cornerstone of, you know, whatever you want to drill your business or your principles, or your morals, morals from, right. For us, we want to have this physical therapy profession can get all sorts of woo woo and all sorts of crazy, fancy nonsense exercises. And for us, we want to focus on the things that matter matter to our patients, but also give them the foundational tools, right? So we, we called it the platform performance and then, and sports rehab on there for, of course, search purposes. Right. But, uh, but the platform is going to be where, where we start from. So, and then are you, sorry to cut you off, Jake, I know you had another question, but, uh, are you guys going to start doing additional social media stuff? I know for a while you were doing a bunch of stuff on Instagram, showing yeah. stretches and movements, and yeah, I was watching them like crazy and trying to figure out if yeah. I wanted to do it or not. <laughs> I'll I'll put a couple on there. I'll tag you in some. Okay. But yeah, we uh, we don't have an Instagram yet, but uh, we will we'll be starting that shortly. We don't even have a logo yet. We just have the name of the business, and then uh, that's a start. Know, That's know? where you need yeah, to yeah somewhere to start, and then uh, yeah. Awesome. We'll be putting some more things out there. That's awesome. I'm excited to see where it comes at. What's part yeah. two? The, well, it was how did you develop the the name of the business? Like what what inspired you for that name? For like the platform one? Mm-hmm. Which um, it kind of, you, you yeah. kind of already explained, is like yeah. giving people the opportunity to build kind of their own side of it, which is, totally. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And then I only had one question left, but I was kind of to end it. 
Do you have yeah, anything well, else for him? Dan might have a question for us. What? Dan can ask man. us questions then. All right. Well, yeah. ask ask oh, your final man. question. Come on, come on, Double D. Is it a final question? No, you can ask. No, you can ask whatever you want. Yeah, I have one question to end it, but. I do. I know I have like a little bit of time and I got to bounce to yep. a patient, but uh, I'm sure you guys got work. Um, what are some of the, and this might be, it's kind of a, just more of a me trying to get personal mm-hmm. questions from you guys. Like, you know, I see how big you guys have gotten in terms of your business and it's, it's honestly inspiring. Like I really, it's, it's cool to see how far you guys have gone. I've known you guys for a long time, but, uh, if there's like, I don't know, a piece of advice for a new business owner or someone who's going in this brick and mortar space and just like, I'm throwing my hat in the fucking ring. Like what's the, what's something that's maybe kept you guys like grounded or kept you successful kind of moving forward with all, all the things you come across, you know? Go ahead, Jake. I, I think you have the same mindset as us, but know that there's going to be times that you're going to fail. It's going to happen no matter how much effort, how much work, how much money you put into it something at some point is going to fail. Don't let it stop you. You got to just get by it. Keep moving. Again, there's going to be roadblocks. Make your own path. Just okay. get get through it. Um, nothing's going to go easy. Nothing's going to go as planned. Uh, you just got to have, you know, backup. You got to have a different route, make a detour, and just fucking kill it. So, nice. And then I guess for me, it would be to to do it. Yeah. Right. It's very overwhelming. It's very scary. There's a lot at one singular time. I mean, mm-hmm. if you guys have already signed a lease, like that's one of the biggest things that'll stop you is contracts, right? Yeah. Just make a move and jump, jump into it. Right. Even if you don't jump into the deep end, you're yeah. not going down and you're going to drown yourself. Like don't be afraid to make that initial jump into trying something on your own, whether mm-hmm. it's successful, whether it fails, that, that that shouldn't even be in the scope of things. Just make your move now and do what, you know what you want. I mean, you are very into this industry. You take a lot of pride. That's very evident with us talking to you, seeing your facial expressions. Like you are going to do something phenomenal with this. That's very easy to tell. Uh, and I guess the the second part to that is don't be afraid to ask for help. That's what okay. I was going to say as well. Don't, even if it's support. if it's business, if it's money, if it's okay, you know, on a contract, if it's how yeah. you want to lay out your your gym, if it's you know, hey, I want mm-hmm. you to come in and you know help me lead a class, or hey, come talk to somebody. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask anyone for guidance and for help. We have. Um, you know, a third business partner, you know, he's brought a lot of, you know, knowledge from his aspect into it. Me and Jake have brought our knowledge in and we're still learning every single day. There's something yeah. that changes. There's something that all of us have to develop. Yeah. So don't be afraid to pull knowledge from other people. And even if it's not, you know, a hundred percent, the the answer to your problem, yeah. it just, every little bit of knowledge you can soak up from people. That is the biggest thing that I've learned over the years. Just, it's hard for me to ask for help, but at the end of the day, when I do ask for help, it's only beneficial. So yeah, if you ever okay. need anything, just, you know, where we are now, you okay. know, you have our numbers, like yeah. just don't be afraid to ask anyone, not just us, yeah. anyone for help. No, that's that's okay. huge. Again, find your support team and use it yeah. again. I'll tell you right now, right here that I'll be your first client. I'll, I'm signing <laughs> I'll up. You for it. I, I'm signing up <laughs> again. Right. I, I'll, I'll be there for you. I want to support your business. Amazing. I know Jake will be right there as well. So absolutely uh, you yes. use yeah. your support team. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, you've got a lot of friends that are there to make sure you grow as well. Yeah. That's the, that's the, I think that was a, I'm glad you said that because I am a guy, I would rather figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. We're the same way. But, but I realized like there's shit that I, you know, I'm going through this. I'm like, I haven't thought of this. I haven't thought of that. Like, I don't know how to do half of these things. Mm -hmm. Like I, 
you know, I'm not supposed to, of course, but someone out there has figured it out. And what I'm scared to do, I'll be honest, is like, I'm scared to make the other investments into other groups or other people because I, I fear that like, I'm going to do that and I'm going to let them down and me down. I would rather learn it on my own. And then I only have myself to blame versus to, I don't know, to me, it's like scarier when you like do a mastermind or, or like hire a coach and like, now I'm fucking letting two, you know what I mean? Hold, like, hold on. First off, fuck. You are not going to let anyone here, down. Son. You are not going to let any single person down ever. I guarantee you the only person that you will ever let down is yourself. You got to get that mindset out because no matter what, nobody has it figured out. I don't give a shit who you talk to. It, everyone learns as they go, but you learn what not to do. There's a hundred different ways of doing it, right? You just have to do what's best for you and for yours. So at the end of the day, you're not going to let anyone down ever. You, 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 just, you just won't. You fucking won't. You just got to get out of the mindset of saying that you're going to let anyone down or even yourself. I mean, if you constantly are thinking you're going to let yourself down, then that's exactly what you're going to do. Okay. You're going to have enough people backing you that enough people, especially like us know that you can yeah. figure this shit out yeah. and you're going to fucking kill it. So don't, I'll, I'll strangle you right now. Even though you just broke the microphone. I'll, I just broke the microphone. <laughs> fun. You're going to have to hold it until the show's over now. I could do that. Good. Yep. No, that's, that's, I, I think that's kind of what I need sometimes. It's just like, like a slap in the face with words of like, I, I'm my own worst enemy half the time. We all just are. My we, mindset yeah, we, we all are. Stuff, you know 100% I mean? we all are. Like, it took me so much to get to this stage of like jumping off. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I could have done an easy path where like the place I was at before, dude, like they offered me a clinic that all I had to do was step in and, and run. Like it was already built, already made. All I got to do is be the clinic director. Didn't want that. Guys, like, okay, cool. Well, do you want to like do this? you know, make an affiliate or whatever. And like, here's the roadmap of how you build one of these clinics. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think I want to do that either. But for me, I gotta like, I feel like I have to figure out my path. But I think what you said is like, don't be afraid to fail, do it and like ask for help. So I gotta, I think I just had to take that stuff to Those heart. Those are the big three. The reward so. at the end is going to feel a lot better once you do it on your own. Yep. Yeah. What yeah. else you got? We got probably time for one more and then I got my last question. Man. <laughs> Suck it, Jake Brown. I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think those are, those are, that was the big one, right? Cause I just, I don't know, just seeking perspective from people who've made the jump and are being successful, even though maybe you guys might not feel it. Like, dude, nope. to me, like, I, it's, I would love to be in your guys' position, like in two to three years and be like, yeah, I built that. And like, you guys are in the process of building more and offering more. And it's, it's so cool and inspiring to see, like, knowing that, you know, two guys that I've known have done it and are doing it. It's, it's awesome. I love it. And you'll have support from both of us. Like Jake said, well, we're here, whatever you need. Again, we're still figuring out We're yeah, we haven't made anything yet, but our plan is to continue to grow and continue to build until we eventually, which I don't know if we ever will, but make yeah. it right. I think yeah. you're always going to want to develop totally. more and build and grow and that's expand. It's never going to be enough. It's, it's never, never satisfied. Exactly. Right? That's, yeah, that's it's just, mindset. it's the path. You know, I've said it before. You, you have to make your path, walk it and make your own path. Yeah. You know, generate that. And again, we're here to support whatever you need. Yeah. And again, going, yeah. talking, inventing and getting questions out. 
Yeah. Uh, if you have to just come in here and sit on the couch and just say, hey, I've got <laughs> a list of 100 questions. Can we just go through? Okay. Like, and just getting okay. from outside perspective, not necessarily about physical therapy because yeah. Yeah. we don't know anything about that. But, you know, when it comes to business or different ways to yeah. look at things or marketing or something to grow the business or get some more clientele, whatever you need to do. Just outside oh, perspective. Yeah. Come yep. in and talk because, again, that's big from just anyone. Yeah. So. And we'll teach you how to use the microphone. You might have to loosen it all the way up, lo- loosen it all the way up, and then you have to reclamp it to the desk. That's what I'm like trying to play with this clamp, clamp right now. All right, Jake, do you, do you get your, to, get your. Do you want me to help you? Do you want yeah, me to help no, you? No, no, no. I can figure out a clamp. I'm not that dumb. No, but you're doing one. I can make your. I'm pretty. I can make your back feel better, but I can't <laughs> figure out this clamp. <laughs> if it was the human body, it would have been sorted already. All right, act as if it's an arm, and that's your shoulder joint you're working on. If this thing is not going to move the next time this guest is in here. See, it's it's because I had a Prius engine (laughs) on a a Toyota Tacoma (laughs) body. (laughs) There you go. That thing is sturdy now. We're good. Now we can go for another hour. (laughs) Well, the last question that I came up with, it was my kind of last-ditch effort, was um, – Uh, what's since you've known us from high school way back in the day, yeah. Um, what's one memorable story you have of Jake Scord? Oh, damn. Oh, man. or interacting with oh, damn. Jake Scord. Oh, gosh. Wow. I mean, there's Do you have one. No, I mean, I remember I, I have one thing that every time I think of Dan, I think of. I but. okay, there's I was gonna say, I don't know if I have like a memory, mm-hmm. but I have like experiences of like, dude, I remember. Back in the day, I was like, I was skinny, but I also had a six pack, and everybody would come. A skinny come guy over. does not have a shit. Yeah, giant abs. <laughs> there's like, there's a skinny <laughs> guy abs, okay. which we know was skinny guy. You weren't a skinny guy. You got literally look like Spartan. It like got a, a little weird at moments. Like, Dan, pull up your shirt. Let's that's, see your abs. Okay, yeah. that's what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Like, always around what a you real guys man's body looks like. like <laughs> let me, Dan, lift up your shirt. You lift up your shirt or I'm going to lift it up for you. Boom. And I remember that shit all the time. You didn't have any confidence. And I'm like, dude, you're the most jacked person in this school. You could get any girl you wanted. Take dude. your shirt off and you'll get all of these girls. And you just didn't want to. You were but like, first, let yourself. me see. Let I'm me like, see it first. Bro. Dude, well, I was not like so, I was in a was, bathroom with him and said, take your no, shirt off. Well, I was so. One time. We were in front of like, I remember doing it in front of a bunch of people at a basketball game. Yeah. He was like, uh, yeah. you were like talking about some girl. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, like, why don't you go talk to her? No, I don't, I'm intimidated. I'm like, oh, fuck. Dan, that, take your shirt that's, off. That's, that's, <laughs> show this girl. You don't have to say anything. Show, show this your girl abs. your eight pack. It does not matter if she doesn't even know your name. She's going to come talk to you. And you just like, wouldn't do it. I'm like, yeah. God yeah. damn it. And then I do yeah. it. And they're like, run away. <laughs> we don't want to see that. Who's this white guy? <laughs> why is he transparent? <laughs> I can see right through him. The Michelin man came to my school today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Shut up, Jake Moore. You were four foot two. <laughs> exactly. I was jealous. I took my shirt off, and they'd be like, "Why is this twelve year old taking his clothes off?" Like, I'm very uncomfortable right now, sir. Did you escape daycare? Yeah. <laughs> Whose kids on the loose? Yeah. Like, where's your leash, Dan? Get, is that your son? Get that kid over there. Tell your tell your five year old to to shut up. Yeah. Oh, Michelin man. man, that's freaking amazing. <laughs> I always think of when uh, we did. Um, 
uh, I don't know if it was like senior night where they like put us in a bowling alley. Oh yeah. Um, it was just like all seniors. Yeah. I think it was like all of us in a bowling alley and me and you just started like dancing or skipping across all the lanes and just stopped everyone from bowling. Yeah. And we were just like running <laughs> we, down the lanes. I don't know why. Every time I think of Dan, I think of that moment where we were just wow. both two That's big good, idiots. Yeah. Just, and and yeah. everyone was kind of like went to bowl and then stopped and we would just like, we went just down. Like, all the and everybody the lanes. Yeah. dude that's that I don't know why exactly, it was it just it's it one just, of those moments that I just remember <laughs> Dan I probably actually had my hand around his waist cuz I was short and he had his around my was, shoulder but we just yeah. we were yeah. like Dan dancing across skipping. across yeah, exactly dad just oh, skipping man. across the lanes I don't know why but that's I will hilarious. always I will always that's remember that's a good that. one that's yeah. a good one man and again I don't know I think it was like a senior night or something where they it's locked you in be. the the bowling yeah. alley and you had to be there for three hours or something yeah, yeah it was right after we graduated yeah yep yep i don't remember i just i remember i'll always remember that moment that's yeah. hilarious what you got it's a good one it has to be the moon valley workout <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny that's it has that's to a good be that that's a good one yeah, yeah. and i it remember it like it was yesterday you know we yeah we showed up and we're like hey we need to get a six-pack and we thought we'd have a six-pack after one session <laughs> yeah, one workout yeah. with dan boom we, we were that's i worked out once and that's how i'm this way see i knew it yeah and then i Steroids. remember the talent show where i think oh, you and dude. your brother yeah. were singing i did a lot of freaking talent shows and i'm like, like yeah. man i thought that was like the way to get girls or something or i don't know i was i was awkward back then man but Dan, I'm still awkward now. There's nothing Dan started, changed. Yeah. Dan started yeah. singing and playing piano. I'm like, I think I have a crush. <laughs> so I think you were you were getting dudes for sure. Because sure. I was in. That's I was, it. See, you were I just was, on the wrong side of the field. I was just tw like 20 years ahead of my time. Yeah, you know, oh I should have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, you guys man. got anything else? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. These donuts keep staring. I know. I know. We're, I'm we're definitely, definitely getting a donut after yeah. this. All right, Can't Jake, you Mario, close it out. Um, well, I guess Dan, where can they find your soon-to-be platform, or what so, are you on? Right so now? Uh, I'm on currently Instagram. It's probably the best way. Okay, and how can um, they find you, Doctor Dan Maggio, D R D A N M A G G I O, and that's like my main. Like you find me, shoot me a message, I'll get back to you. Like awesome, and then everything that you're rolling out is going to be posted on that. Or? I'll probably post there first. Good. I'm not sure, like probably get a website, you know, all the other things you got to figure out as a new business owner. Oh, so. absolutely. How do you get more customers? But at least yeah. they have, you know, that Instagram got, that they yep. can come out and see you. Dr. And, Dan is me. Um, and then that yep. way, follow the progression. I mean, obviously, once you share something, we'll, we'll share it on ours. We're not yeah. huge social media guys, but at least there's something to something yeah. to follow on. So everyone, please be on the lookout for that. If you guys ever have somebody you want us to get on the show, if you have something you want us to talk about, please let us know at uh, the yucky podcast at gmail.com. See question mark. See. Yep. I always have to look at Jake Brown because I don't remember what it is. So <laughs> kind of shoot from the hip. Um, and then uh, we would be happy to talk with anyone. And then hopefully Dan, I think we want to get you back on the show down the road and we'll come up with a, a few more things. Once your business kicks off rolling. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right, everybody. Again, thank you so much for reaching out to us. Uh, and we will see you all down the road.